What up, what up? It's your boy D again with another Shokwani podcast. We ha- uh we've been running um an interesting um <laughs> um talk about African heritage and identity. And this is the final installment that will help, you know, bring to to light a number of issues. Now, particularly this last installment is going to address the importance of us as Africans having a reading culture because uh like as uh, we established before in the preceding um talks we 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 resolved that okay the, the the fundamental issue that we have now is we 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 can't fully appreciate the idea of documenting something if we're not going to have a culture that appreciates reading because if we're not going to read what we've documented through writing then we will still not be aware of our culture So today the person are joining me are the three individuals again I want to introduce them for the sake of them that are tuning in for the first time today so I have Panji Chilembo Panji say what's up what's up and then I have Dilon Mwanza Dilan hello hello why <laughs> then right. so, and the final guest that I have is Michael Lee yeah. Manega Manega so yeah um <laughs> so um Panji What are your thoughts on us having a reading culture and yeah yeah you, you know I don't know if, if this is an insult or this is a, a, a the, the say if you if you want to hide something from an African uh-huh. uh just put it in right okay. uh, and I feel for me it's, it's, it's a very big insult okay because that, not that the Africans we don't know how to read most of us know how to read but okay. how come people can say that if you you want to hide stuff from us mm-hmm. just put it in writing okay and we have seen over the years that uh, writing is one of the strongest preservation of information okay because when you put it in writing at least it can outlive you okay uh, rather than uh, oral communication okay so for me i think the importance of uh, reading is that it helps us Uh, answer the question of who we are we can find it through writing at least we will be able to know where we are coming from from what our parents have preserved okay. but also it can give us information that is vital for us to build on okay uh, because we are in most of the things that we are, we are doing now we are not reinventing the wheel okay we we are coming from somewhere uh-huh. so it's not that uh, we just have to go back and start from zero mm-hmm. if we, we build from somewhere we will cut on time we will come up with new innovations that will be at least timely and uh, also respond to the current challenges okay so uh, let, let us let us teach ourselves a reading culture okay let us try to find out information through um The, the books that we have I, I, I was joking with a friend of mine he called me and then he was asking say I can't sleep so I told him get a book and read then you sleep funny enough that's how lazy we become the, the best way is when we get a book we'll start reading so you're saying we'll reading sleep. is like a barbiturate it's a it's a sedative for many Africans <laughs> okay. and that's a problem that's a very big problem but mm-hmm. we need to develop interest Okay. And read. I think also what this will w- w- make us an authority. Okay. We oh, can't yeah. I like we, that. We, we can't always be ragging behind being told uh, even our own stories. Like someone should come from afar and tell you where you are coming from. 
why can't you read for yourself and know where you're coming from so that you can respond for yourself yeah so i i think the importance of reading is that it will help us answer the question that you you, you posed in the first podcast to okay. say what is our heritage okay and also give so us so it will satisfy the who yes we are and it will give us a vantage point now mm-hmm. to say where we are going at least we are going with certainty and this is what we want so to it get. it answers the question who you are and it gives you a semblance of direction yes because you know where you're coming from yes interesting yes all right so michael your thoughts on the same um firstly uh i'll i'll refrain oh by the way thank you very much for uh inviting me for that 10 days sending book challenge it's been insightful it's um yeah I would, uh, I would want a lot of people to engage in that because it, it, it brings a sense of uh, realization of how far and how important it is for many people to read. So yeah, sorry to interrupt your thought, but yeah. Yeah, no, you're welcome. So the, I believe that we as a people should be students of life. Okay. Um, and not just be mere readers. Okay. Um, Unpack that yeah so what 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 it, there's an obsession even amongst those who are reading uh-huh. just to consume a lot of black and white you know okay um, but we should also understand that we can learn certain things for example Isaac Newton uh-huh. Isaac Newton um, most of the way you learn in physics actually okay. is through observable reality okay. you know for example gravity he learned it through keen observation okay. not, not not studying uh-huh. so being curious about so we life, need to have a sense of awareness y- yeah not only awareness but you need to observe need to be a keen observer okay how do the laws of life work okay. from the physical point of view like from human interactions uh-huh. how do human beings behave uh-huh. sometimes we become obsessed with the text uh-huh. you know um psychology um, but when you look at the psychology you study in school and you look at how people behave in your family, okay. um, is, is it practical? Are you able to glean lessons from both, from okay. the text and from, from reality? Mm-hmm. For, for me, I think that is what brings about balance. Okay. So one, what I'm advocating for is for people to be students of life, okay. to, 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 to be learners, to grow. You know, to learn even from little ones. You know, to learn from nature. In the Bible, you find passages like "learn from the anxious sluggard." Okay. You so, know. so your argument yeah. is that the argument is not in finishing a book. The argument is being a learner. Yeah, it? being a learner. You know, things like things like planes. We learned that you know birds can fly. Okay. You know, designs of motor vehicles. We we are modeling them. You know, after frogs, animals, and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is that. We, we 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 should be we should we should be keen learners not just reading you know okay. reading is just one way of learning you know that 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 being said um we should also read things uh, and learn things that are relevant okay there's so much we have a short life mm-hmm. uh short lifespan and we have so much impact to uh, make upon this world so okay. make sure you read relevant things okay things that will make an impact in the world you're living in right. for example when you look at the african uh, education mm-hmm. right now our institutions compared to the american institutions they're like 100 years apart which is you, sad you know so don't just pray that i've gone to the best university in the country but mm-hmm. ask yourself is this knowledge applicable in the fourth industrial revolution okay how is it going to transform society you know how so the relevance of it beyond the now isn't it yes the relevance of it in the now and beyond because most of the things we're reading right now are ancient 
things that are not even applicable. So what I'm saying is that but being relevant means understanding the context okay. in which we exist, mm-hmm. the problems we face. Okay. You need to ask yourself, what I'm reading, how is it going to help my marriage? What I'm reading, how is it going to help my current society and the society to come? Okay. What I'm reading, how will it help my children who will live in a very different so world tomorrow? So it should work to sharpen your vision, isn't it? Yeah, so oh. it, not only vision, but even today. Okay. You know, it should work because... I've seen a lot of people, you know, just reading anything, doing, mm. you know, try to get the context, understand the context of life and read and know things that will help you. All right. You know, so for me, I, I, I would challenge us first to acquire knowledge and acquire knowledge in context of our existence and mm-hmm. the things that we're facing. Um, yeah. So for me, those, those are the most important things. Okay. Interesting. So would it be, uh, would I be um, uh, in, in, in tune with your thoughts when if I said uh, my learning should be uh, in the context of, okay, what are we trying to solve and what are we questions are we trying to answer yes. in our current reality and beyond? Exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. So even as we were talking about heritage, uh-huh. uh, what's so relevant about heritage? Yes. You know, yeah. you know. Even from heritage, we need to know what are we going to bring from the past. It's okay. not everything that we need to bring to the past. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and remember, as an uh, the African people generally economically, we are behind. Okay. In terms of population, we are behind. Okay. You know, the Indians are as much as us. Just Indians, you know. The Chinese are much more than us, you know. Mm-hmm. When you look at the Caucasians, you add all of them, we are behind. Okay. So from the population, in terms of, uh, in terms of economy, in terms of education, in terms of, in terms of everything. So yeah. what I'm saying is that as a people, we should be thinking, how can we push this generation forward? Because when you push this generation forward, you're actually pushing the earth forward. Okay. You know. So for me, things around. Um, as well as we're Africans, things around pushing this uh, race forward should much more pre- preoccupy our minds than anything else. Okay. So we should have a, a, a sober agenda if yeah. we're to accomplish much as Africans, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I think for me, it is, for us as Africans, it's not like we are reading to find out what our problems are because we already have a lot of problems. So, we so the know. question is, why we are reading is because we want to find a solution to, to the problems okay. that we are facing. That's why our, our reading needs to be contextualized. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, Dylan, as our final speaker, what your thoughts would be on this mm-hmm. issue? Really would tickle my fancy. Uh, yes, I think uh, I agree with the two speakers uh, to a large extent. They wanted to shoot down something that Pan said. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, just the phrase that uh, if you want to hide something from a black man, just put it in a book. That comes from a, a context in which black people are not allowed to read because it was a crime for a black person to know how to read and write. So a white man knew if you put something in the book, a black person is going to put it, is going, going to read it. Even if he opened the book, you still wouldn't understand the text because a black person okay. was banned from I reading. I appreciate the historical so, significance. <coughs> so that uh, <laughs> uh, that insult actually comes from that history, uh, actually. So uh, like Mike was saying, like uh, you know, most of the things we learn. Uh, through observation mm-hmm. and things like you know like what we talked we talked about you know because we are seeing that uh, we need to put an african man a black man mm-hmm. in a position where he identifies himself and is able to appreciate his being and that will propel him and give him the confidence to achieve greatness 
okay. which will be of value to everybody else, not just him and his uh, so-called racial group, uh -huh. but to every human. Okay. Because when a phone was invented, uh -huh. whether it was invented by a white person or a, a, a Japanese guy, okay. Both of both you and I are enjoying when the Wright brothers invented the plane. So it's a material which race actually yes. came up with it. It's yes. a benefit that all of us. All of us are benefiting. Okay, we are all benefiting what the Wright brothers achieved mm -hmm. uh, decades and decades ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, because of that, we we are trying to establish what can bring a black person to this point, and understanding our heritage gives us the pride to understand that we achieve same things, even though same things were tried to be raised. Mm -hmm. Like we look at when you look at uh, Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. the great Zimbabwe, you realize that Africans knew architecture. They okay. could build stone houses. Mm -hmm. So we were, we are not intellectually inept. Okay. Nearly 2,000 years ago, we erected okay. structures which are that long. The pyramids in Sudan, mm -hmm. we, there are more pyramids in Sudan than, than there are in Egypt. Mm -hmm. You know, these are complex arithmetic, uh, 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 mathematical designs mm -hmm. that even today it puzzles and gobbles the minds of uh, great, mind. uh, the great, great mathematicians. Mm -hmm. So for me, even when you try to raise culture, just from observation, mm -hmm. when you observe the lousy culture, mm -hmm. the way they treated animals, you could not murder a pregnant animal. And they could tell this is a pregnant, uh, you know, impala. Mm -hmm. they, they had laws to protect trees, they had laws to protect the fish, okay. that there was never a point in Africa whether there was no fish in there and human beings knew how to live in harmony with nature and animals okay before people had phds in ecology and everything actually ecologists have done some damage which they had to reverse to traditional ways of doing things okay so from nature we observe that there's wisdom and for me the issue is that when we document these things how the losses run rain their ecological systems mm -hmm. Uh, you get what I mean? Yeah. And compare it to the no, the new scientific revelations. Mm -hmm. How far fetched are they from the truth? Okay. You see, this gives me as an African pride and confidence that actually our knowledge is relevant to a certain extent. We we are not the masters. We're not the best at everything, mm -hmm. but our contributions to science and technology and civilization in general is good. And that's why I, I've been encouraging that. These things, these civilizations, which are still a bit permeating, even in this era, mm -hmm. are likely to disappear. Okay. The agency of documenting them has never been, you know, uh, more apparent because we are becoming highly urbanized. I was in Munilunga, I've been to Nakonde, places which used to be bushes mm -hmm. are becoming highly urbanized. And that knowledge and that wisdom is disappearing. Okay. So it's very important, it's very paramount that at this particular moment we start documenting and we start encouraging our, each other that out of those 10 books, Delezia, I would have been happy if you had given out the world at least one book written by an African which inspired you. I did. You know, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and most of us, we still have that inferiority complex because we have very few documented, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, what can I say, uh, inventions and uh, uh, books of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Of course, the Europeans beat us out. Like Michael said, uh, the Europeans are more inclined to writing and everything, which was, wasn't really our way of doing things. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's we no harm in adopting it. Yes, we live in a society which is designed by Europe. 
Okay. So we are measured by the standards of Europe. So even the wisdom, which is gen- which was general to every person, mm-hmm. and when Mandela says something, they say Mandela said this, but my grandmother always knew that. I heard it from my, my grandmother never read the book that Mandela, uh, you know, where the quote comes from. So uh, the Europeans have a way of doing things, and we need to also adopt certain things which are relevant okay. in our time. All right. And I think uh, that is what's going to help us. Uh, no, we need to have confidence as a people. We need to have self-confidence and when when you don't have self-confidence mm-hmm. it's very difficult for you to go on the market and say i'm selling this okay. because you have no confidence in whatever you're doing and that's the idea of marketing yes, like marketing saying, okay, so, so for you to have the confidence actually to even market anything mm-hmm. you know sometimes you need even to see a psychiatrist to tell you please you can do this you can do this okay. you know like you might need that and most of us africans or we don't really have the confidence to say that our idea is good enough and very novel and can be adopted by the whole world. Interesting. Anybody with different thoughts, even as we prepare to wrap up and sign out for so, this year? May for, I have a question for, for, maybe as Michael is coming for in. Before he comes in with the question, okay. because may digress my thoughts mm-hmm. uh, slightly. For me, the, the, the acquiring of knowledge should lead us to implement it. Yes. So whether it's historic knowledge, we need to implement. Okay. You know, but there's this intel, there's this test for intellect, being intellect, intellectually um, advanced, mm-hmm. but not applying your ideas. Okay. So what you know, good is it, knowledge if it can't be applied? Yeah. So why, right. why, what good is knowledge if it can't be applied? But as well, you know, um, like like I watched one documentary where Elon Musk was saying. You know, technology does not grow by itself. Okay. You know, and innovations in the society do not grow by themselves. Mm-hmm. You have to push. Okay. You have to continue so working at them. Yeah. So, for for example, when you look at the pyramids in Egypt, mm-hmm. they used to make them. They're there, but they can't make them now. Yes. <laughs> you know, you you have the stone. You know, one of them greatest civilization in South, Southern Africa, the in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Yeah. We can't do that now. So what I'm saying is that things do not grow by themselves. So we've lost the blueprint. Yes, so what I'm saying we acquire knowledge, but we need to put it to action. And we need to constantly advance it. It will not advance itself. So for me, I I just feel there's a lot of things we need to reclaim, a lot of things we need to know. And we need to progressively apply ourselves and pass them on to next generation. Because... Our, the, the greatest architects of the Stone Age, whatever, did not pass that down to others. Mm-hmm. It kind of substantially died out. so, because substantially it, might, it so. might have been already told, but that was not enough. For blueprints could not be preserved that way. Yeah, All blueprints right. could not be preserved. But the, I mean, the stones are there. The but, stones are there, but, but the skill yeah, and, and all that died with the stones. Uh, died, died with the stones. All right. So you had a question. Yeah, although Michael has touched on it a bit, but in a country like Zambia, where your politics is in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's going to champion this cause? Is it the politicians? Is it the economic leaders? Or is it the individuals? Uh, do I have uh, a chance if uh, an individual like me ca- comes up with an innovative idea mm-hmm. uh, to make it be born in such an economy and grow? I, I think, uh, uh, um, like I was saying, you know, we've had. Uh, a few people complaining about white Jesus and everything. And I was asking the same question, like who says black people can't, you know, now, now we have wealthy black people, right? Yeah. 
if you are very bothered by a movie of white Jesus, I mean, you can sponsor people, black people, to do a movie of black Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no one stopping you. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> nations, <laughs> you know, if you want to write a book, you can write a book and paint poor black and. Uh, whether that will help you in any way, psychologically or whatever, that's another story. But I mean, it's within our power. So even issues to do with development, there is no, I've, I've, I've read history even of European kings and I've, I've, I don't see any European king who invented anything. Okay. Uh, it, it was the ordinary people, the peasants, not even lords okay. uh, invented anything. It was just a peasant who had terrible time, you know, plowing. He invented the plowing system, which made his laborer's job easier. So in light of his question, we yes. need to all have a sense of yes. responsibility. So we, level, uh, right? the, 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 the job of leaders, like uh, uh, Chiloba once said, you know, our job is to create an enabling environment. Okay. You know, so uh, that enabling environment is just it gives you the freedom to do whatever you want, the free market economy and all these things. And Chiloba brought those ideals and and, and Rupia Banda, when he was president, he also echoed these same sentiments at CBU, Goa Belt University. He said, look, we are creating an enabling environment. It's up to you, the youths, to take up the mantle. Because when we're looking at the inventions in America that propelled, uh, you know, the Industrial Revolution, it was people below 30 usually who did magnificent things. So we need to take advantage We of need to take advantage of that. Yes. And uh, so long, I mean, most of us are more educated now than... Uh, We've ever been were even more educated than Europeans were in but 1920s. Then the argument would be yeah. the caliber of our education vis-a-vis -vis the education there. The, the, the education, like Michael said, I don't think there's much problem with our education. The major problem with our education is that uh, we limit our education to what's in the book. Okay. Most of the education is not in the book. So we need to harmonize. Yes. The 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 theory and we should have a huge practice. inclination. The, the to practice, practice ob observations. Etc. And you know we need to grow risk. In Africa, we are very stable people. We hate risk. Okay. You know, uh, it's it's we've been accultured to that. What's the sentiment? We need to disrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know this. Right. You know we we don't want. How okay. many Africans do you know would quit a job to start business? You know, we only go into business when we lose a job. Like we have Michael. nothing to do. We are broke. Huh? So, <laughs> so, so I think that, that 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 those are the dynamics we need to work around with. Most of us have been damaged, and we are trying to undo that damage. Okay. And we have an opportunity. Like for me, as a parent with two kids, I have an opportunity to teach my children to be risk takers, to learn from nature, like as Michael put it, mm -hmm. and also to excel in academics because I don't want her to go and start trying to establish the laws of physics which were already established you know, so 300 you years know, ago. It's a fool's error. Uh, you know, just uh, it make looks your like job easier. So, so, so Dylan, you are saying individuals should champion the course. Okay, individuals let, should let me, champion the so, 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 so we have, me, we have a sense of responsibility so as, that, as, as, individual. as individuals. Yeah. Um, so, like Dylan said, even when you look at America, you find that the railroads were developed by individuals. The infrastructure was not there. It was developed by the private sector, if I would put it that way. No, in fact, it was an individual. Yeah. When you look at the oil industry, it's the Rockefeller who pushed the agenda and you know advanced that industry. Mm -hmm. But I see a lot of Africans, they have too much belief in 
not believe. There's too much dependence on the political system. You can look everywhere in the world. It's only the tiger economies, for example, uh, China, the tiger economies, where both individuals and the government have been moving together. Yeah. And uh, a case in point as well, Israel. Yeah. Israel, the entrepreneurial uh, spirit started with the government. Mm -hmm. Now it has gone back now to the individuals. Okay. You know, uh, so, I mean, uh, leaders can play that part. But what I'm saying is that, for example, the government of the Republic of Zambia doesn't make money. Okay. It just creates that enabling environment. Mm -hmm. The taxes or the revenue you see in this country comes from companies that do not even belong to the government. Okay. Of course, we've got state-owned enterprises, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, the state insurance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But but it is not the duty of the government to generate money. They just collect the money, okay. you know. So they, um, they the mind create that environment. Yeah, they like just create so. All the inventions, mm -hmm. all the books, everything else comes from you and me. Okay. And the government should create policies to enable you to do that. Okay. And they should, as far as is possible, help you get funding for you to, to get some of these ideas off the ground. Right. But even if the funding is not there, you have the responsibility to start. Anyway, you, the Western world was built by the private sector. And the private sector is bigger than the government. It's only in African um, <laughs> governments where you find the government is bigger than the private sector. Mm -hmm. Now imagine you are taxing something that is too small. The taxes are going to be too high, isn't it? Yeah. So the tax base should be so big. The private sector should be so big. For example, in England, the SME sector mm -hmm. is about 95%. Okay. In Germany, it's about 97%. Okay. It's only in Zambia where you find that the SME sector is about 5%. Okay. In South Africa, it's slightly over about 40%. Okay. Is what I'm talking about. So you need a large base to tax. So we need a you. shift. Yeah, yeah you need when, a large yeah. base, a, a large entrepreneurial base from where you're going to... To, yeah. to, to thrive on as a government right. so for me i it falls upon us but government yes has a role and every time government and the private sector work together the the speed to development is far much faster yes. compared to where leaders are working on their own and individuals on their own okay so the ideal situation is for both parties to work together okay interesting so i does that satisfy your question yeah it does and I think it's time that we, we, we embrace the idea that individuals, we are the ones who are going to develop these ideas and put them to work. Uh, there's no one who's going to come and work for us. Unfortunately, if we, we embrace that idea, uh, we would die and our children will come discuss these same things. I, I think we've discussed a lot. Yeah. It's now time for us to, to implement, yeah. isn't it? Right. So, any any other person with uh, closing sentiments, even as we uh, prepare to sign out? So, my message to my fellows and especially the youths, well, I know people have been crying you know, from independence. You know, there are not enough jobs. There are not enough jobs. Privatization is evil. What? What? What is evil? You know, uh, and, and all those things. I, I think my message to everybody else, my, our youths, is that look, our population has grown significantly from the time we got independence. Mm -hmm. uh, the industry haven't grown in proportion to the, uh, the population, and therefore the, we need to establish the industries. Okay. Yes, and uh, you know, like Michael is putting it out, the SMEs are the pillar of the economy if people are going to be built out of unemployment not by big 
state-owned enterprises mm -hmm. or big, you know, foreign uh, companies. No, people are going to be employed and be taken out of the labor market by small entrepreneurs like you and I by starting something. And one of us might be the next Elon Musk rising straight from Africa. Mm -hmm. But we need to have the confidence and we need to stop murmuring. Okay. Let me just say, Michael, any last word? I, I, I think uh, there are two things that I see lacking with, especially the Africans, um, that is uh, an issue of purpose, um, uh, purpose type to vision and legacy. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we are born, we live a, 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 a life without purpose and meaning. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you ask anybody, what's your purpose? Where are you going? What do you want to do to contribute to society? Mm -hmm. What legacy do you want to leave for your family? We don't have that. And until we become a people of meaning, we can never create anything of significance that can change the world. You know, so for me, children, young people should be given a purpose, a hope, aspirations, ambition. You know, and by ambition, I'm not talking about getting a degree. A degree is just a skill, a tool that is supposed to get you to the end. That is, it's your weapon to get you to your destination. It's not the destination. No. But people, I see, no, this is my dream. How can a degree be a dream? <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> a degree is a tool. You know, it's a tool. Please remember, it's a tool. And uh, we need to use that to, 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 to take us to the uh, thing. Okay. Um, lastly, um, it's legacy. Uh, after you're gone, what legacy are you going to leave your children? I was born in a, uh, um, I was born in a family that is uh, middle income, upper middle income, if I would put it that way. During our uh, time, it was upper middle income. I can't be leaving to buy a plasma screen and I want to buy a Benz and all. From the time I was born, I was, dad was driving. We've never lived in a house less than four bedrooms, you know. Mm -hmm. So there is no way I can have a legacy to, to, to end there. You see what I'm talking about from yeah. the economic point of view. Even when it comes to religious things, what have our pastors in Zambia done? What more can we do than our pastors, you know? Even when it comes to intellectual advancements as well, uh, in terms of schools and whatever, what are we going to do? What are we going to champion? What innovations are we going to create? What policies? What contributions? You, what are we going to leave behind? For me, um, like I said, even about the pyramids and all, uh, we need to push beyond the pyramids. We need to be pushed beyond history. We need to leave things that will inspire those who are coming behind us. Yeah. Lovely. For me, I would say Dylan's in closing is that we should stop blaming people for our own wounds mm -hmm. and we should also stop blaming God for our own misfortunes. Yeah. Uh, right now, this is not an issue of saying, no, we'll go and fast and then there'll be miracle development somewhere. Mm -hmm. God has already given us the brain. He has already given us the, the capacity to sit down and plan ahead. Okay. So we, 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 we need to, to, to now... Uh, ask ourselves tough questions okay. to say what are we what are we doing when we are gone when we are gone what we will leave for our children okay. children are we going to leave poverty for our children or are we going to leave development for our children yeah. and two we should also appreciate the fact that God has given us these uh, brains to think 
so rather than blaming him to say no we were colonized by the shan yes but that is over and i think thank god now we are able to rule ourselves but the question is where are we taking ourselves so it's a question of direction it's a question of purpose and i'm glad the question was what is our heritage mm-hmm. we are a people we are independent and we need to think for ourselves and we need to develop and rise thank you very much very uh poignant sentiments coming from all of you and uh yeah i think this is our way of signing out so from me and everybody else it's peace and we are out <laughs>